Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Unexplained World Internet Radio Broadcast with your host, Edward Cheney, a paranormal, spiritual observer, and psychic reader, along with Annette, a high priestess and psychic reader. The Unexplained World is a location where the border between the natural and supernatural may become nothing more than fuzzy, so enjoy. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the January 13th, 2008 broadcast of The Unexplained World with your hosts, Annette and Edward Shanahan. That's me. Hello, Annette. Hi, Ed. How are you tonight? Uh, happy Sunday. <laughs> happy New Year. Happy Sunday. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, it's another new year. How's you, how has yours started? Oh, pretty well, I guess. Pretty well. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> yeah, we're in a... Uh, we're going to be starting our second week of uh, January, and uh, that's what we got to show here for tonight. Because tonight, listeners, we will be discussing what may be happening in 2008 with the possibilities, by predictions, by psychic Mary Ellen. Hello, Mary. You there? I certainly am. Good evening, Ed and Annette. Can well, you hear me? We yeah, can. We yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we can hear you. Very good. Very good. And also... And also our other guest is Chad Lilly, and Chad is, um, let's see, he is he hosts his own radio talk show called Aware Talk Radio Broadcast, and Chad will have predictions by way of his knowledge of science and conspiracies. Hello, Chad. How are you doing? Great, Ed. Thanks for having me on. You know, Thank I'd, you for coming here. I'd just like to say that of all those things, really, I'm just a poet. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> That's what it to. I think Annette would somewhat disagree that you're a very interesting um a very interesting thoughts on subjects. Um everybody before we get into the predictions for two thousand and eight, I would like to mention that uh listeners, there is no doubt about it and you know it. Identity theft is a crime that can hit any one of us especially with what's coming up uh, ahead of us in 2008. And it can hit us at any time and would devastate those it would happen to, as it has those who have been a victim of this crime. Well, protect your identity. No guns are needed, no security cameras, not even an eight-foot fence around your house. Just a simple call to LifeLock or a visit to their website, and your identity is guaranteed to be protected. Just call one eight seven. Just call 877-LIFELOCK or go to their website, www.lifelock.com. Use the promotional code word unexplained and receive 10% discount over the already low-cost service that may turn out to be a lifesaver for you. 
and um, the way things are going on. I was in the neighborhood thus Friday making uh, doing what I had to do, and as I left, within a half a block from where I was at, a bank was being held up. So it's, uh, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I heard it on the news as I'm leaving. I saw the squad cars go flying oh, by, God. but but um, I guess I'm lucky I got out of there when I did. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, guest Chad and Mary. Um, Mary, you've been doing readings, predictions for how long? Well, I just turned 54 this past week. I've been doing readings since I was actually 11 or 12 in boarding school and summer camp. Professionally, I started in my 20s where I actually got paid for it. <laughs> but the nuns were very, very um, wonderful to me, and I used to do readings for them in school. Okay. <laughs> Oddly enough. I was going to say, that's really unusual. I'm a recovering Catholic, and boy, that's just unheard of. You try to do a prediction with a nun, and you get the ruler across the knuckles. Well, you know, I have to tell you, they were so wonderful, and they got me started in my modeling career and doing readings. And so all these awful stories I hear, and I really believe them, they're credible, but in my experience with the convent and the nuns, I have nothing but praise for them. That's beautiful. Excellent. (laughs) I love them. A lot of them are gone now. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Chad, how long you've been doing what you've been doing? Uh, being a poet since I learned <laughs> to read. Uh, I can't say that I predict anything. Um, well, let's put it this way: you've you've got a you got a grasp on what is going on, um, somewhat scientifically, what's going on in the world, uh, what people aren't looking at. Let's put it that. How's that sound? Yeah, okay. that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's why I wanted at, you. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I've been looking at these things since I guess I was 15. I really started studying and <clears throat> really reaching out to look and see and study things. And I've come across many things that lead me to believe that a lot of things have been planned. And so what's coming next is uh, according to a plan and a design. And um, the only thing that I'm I'm not really predicting anything. I've just read you know, the documents that state what the goals are, and I do mm-hmm. think it's interesting that these things keep occurring. Yeah, yeah. I sent uh, I sent a uh, email, um, this is, I call it a warm-up email for our guest tonight, Annette, about, um, I guess you could say, uh, martial, well, it started out with martial law or uh, police state mm-hmm. um, about the uh, SWAT team um, busting down the door. Of uh, in Colorado, of a family that thought their child did not need to go to see a doctor. And um, what do you see, Mary? For let's start with you. I talked to Chad. I figured we start with you first. What do you see as just a little warm up of what may be coming? What's okay. in Okay. Well, you know what, Ed? Can I start on a lighter side? Go ahead. Two light predictions. Okay. Well, here you go. The first one is, and this is going to be no secret to a lot of people, I predict yet another marriage for Britney Spears. And (laughs) (laughs) I certainly do. That's right. (laughs) And for Mary Ellen Armstrong, I predict my knight in shining armor will manifest in my life in 2008. Okay, (laughs) now to the nitty-gritty stuff. Um, You know, I I have to say that I believe that when I wrote that blog and that article, Watcher Back in 08, I really meant it because I'm feeling and I'm trying to tell people in my group, people in my inner and outer circles, please, if nothing else, get some food storage. Get some canned foods, 
supplies of water, pet food, toiletries, whatever it is that you feel you need, because the day will come when if you don't know how to grow your own, you know, that you're going to be in a hell of a lot of hot water. And, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day, and we came to the conclusion the Amish are actually going to fare better than the rest of us, you know, including the fancy people in Beverly Hills who have wonderful lives. I think the Amish have the right idea because I see it coming. Um, Also in 08, and, you know, I know a lot of people sort of feel this, but I, I know it to be true. Please be aware of the potential for fraudulent or fixed elections on both sides, not just one. And I'm a Ron Paul kind of gal, but on both sides, um, I believe that's going to happen. And another thing that, you know, I have to be very careful how I say, but I'm very, very concerned about all of our candidates, especially one in particular who um, I feel he's young, he's handsome, he's dynamic, and I feel his life is a bit um, in jeopardy, and hopefully he takes extra special precautions. There's just things, you know, the list goes on and on and on and on. And I don't want to take up Chad's time, you know, with... Not at all. It's interesting you say that because for the first time ever, I can't see the next president. I haven't been following Bilderberg and the other groups that determine it, Mm -hmm. but um, I can't see the next president, and this concerns me because it's always been clear. uh, As a poet, we learn to listen to conscience, and when you do that, you hear everything. And I cannot see what's happening next, and that leads me to believe that the choices we have now in this little multiple-choice test Mm -hmm. are not the one that's going to be up there. Well, you know what, Chad? I've heard that as well from other psychics, intuitives, and I can't disclaim that because there's a lot of, to me, there's a lot of truth in that. Mm -hmm. And I think that we all need to be aware. And the thing that really upsets me is that some of us are aware, some aren't. And so those of us that are aware have to carry an extra burden. Well, let me let me mention something that maybe not too many people are aware of. Mm-hmm. If something breaks loose, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. let's say a war in Iran or something like that. Mm-hmm. Do, do you uh, you know where I'm going, don't you, Jack? It's yeah. any emergency, stated or declared within or without borders of the contiguous United States. The president can remain president. Indefinitely. Yep. Indefinitely. And martial law can be declared. And for all you conspiracy people, go to the White House website and read it from the White House, you know, the people we're talking about here. That's where this information is coming from. Uh, Read it from there and determine why would Bush put that into effect last year? And what was it, May, June, something like that? Mm -hmm. Why would that go into effect? And then now people are, like we're just discussing, we can't sense what's coming next. Like we can't see <laughs> it being any of the candidates we're given. I don't like that. You're saying perpetual Bush? Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Yeah. That one dynasty after the next, why not? <clears throat> and all these people are in the same bloodline anyway, so... They certainly they- are. Yeah, that's, uh, that's something that uh, I've heard talk talked about on uh somewhere and uh it's a fact it can be pulled off and the times are basically um my personal opinion um are we you know being exposed little to little like chad said why would it be on the website okay why all of a sudden is you know um 
Iran kind of uh, um, playing with us out in the out in the sea, even though we're in their waters. You know what I'm saying? So um, who knows? Stage. It looks like the stage is being set for a major charade. You know, I think we're already in a major charade, wouldn't you think? <laughs> Since the beginning, I think <laughs> all pol- all the elections have always been rigged. Uh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> That's the way it works, and that's why I say it's going along according to a design. Uh, It's beyond chance and astronomical in numbers that you could get all these people being elected, and they just happen to be all related. (laughs) It's it's beyond what an an intelligent person would look at and go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's just chance. But you know something, Chad? There are more of us than there are of them. Yes, that's true, and that's why they keep us so divided, because if we ever come together, they know they're screwed. And so we got friends and TV and mass distraction in every direction to keep everybody looking out, never in. Absolutely, and that's why, you know, I've predicted online, and I I might as well do it here, and I know it's not going to be a popular thing, but I'm very, very concerned about race relations getting really, really screwed up in this country Mm -hmm. um, to divert everybody from the real issues overseas and within our own government. And so I'm really urging people of the different races to please, you know, not to sound like Rodney King, but please let's try to get along because mm-hmm. this all hell can break loose right within our own country. Yeah, in this day and time, there shouldn't be, you know, there's, there's you know, we all proven that we're basically, uh, just, the only thing difference is, is the color of the flesh. And a good majority of us can all be, like I was talking to them, Mary Ellen, the other night, I said, a good majority of people are from four weeks to eight weeks away from being like the home. My wife said, how come you get along with the homeless people? I had a, uh, one, basically, I was talking to the other day. And I said, I realized that, you know, how close are we to being in that situation ourselves, you know? Mm-hmm. Very so, true. Yeah, so. Well, I know Annette does <laughs> Hi, Annette. <laughs> okay, I'm sweating, I'm puking, I'm over here pacing like a tiger. <laughs> I can grow my own, so I'm good so far, I think, in this conversation. <laughs> I can grow you, my own, too. <laughs> and you live and I'm going to be solar panels by morning, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not a bad idea if you can do it. Oh, well, yeah. We've considered it. We were, we're constantly trying to figure out how we could do I mean, yeah. Off the grid is better than my nothing. goal. Good for you. i like to say while we're here, um, hello to the 21 uh, people that we have on our chat board right now. So, uh, hello, listeners. Hello. Happy yeah. New Year. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year. So uh, I just wanted to say hello to all of them. That's, that's the highest number we hit. So uh, it says something about our guest. I think that's half my family. <laughs> All the aunts and uncles. <laughs> well, Chad puts it out there, too. So uh, uh, to everybody that knows everybody, hello. Uh, Chad, where do you um, um, see at the maybe the, the space race going right now? <laughs> I don't know. The space race? I mean, yeah. I don't know what to believe. Have we really went to the moon? Have we been traveling back and forth to Mars since the 40s? I don't know. Um, I don't really know what's true anymore. What do you think? They're, why do you think they're building a space uh, station out there? Uh, the space station. I think it's a gas station. <laughs> <Basically>. <laughs> Which makes sense. I mean, because if you really want to 
go out. Um, it takes up all the fuel. Ninety-something percent of the fuel out of the shuttle is burned up on liftoff. Mm-hmm. So sure, if you really want to go somewhere, then you need a Seven Eleven so you can get some gas, get a cup of coffee, and then you know go <laughs> for a hundred thousand miles an hour. So I understand that, but I don't know because they don't give us enough information to really make that kind of decision. My intuition tells me that everything we think we know is about to just fall down anyway because mm-hmm. we've discovered some things recently that we, we're not willing to hide anymore because they're too cool. We want to use them, but you got to tell people, okay, look, we can bend time and mess with gravity and look, watch this disappear. And we can do some stuff we kind of have known for a while, but we need to let you bring you up to speed so we can bring out the next generation of iPods to sell you. Okay. What do you feel? And I think it's getting ready to happen so soon because we don't, we can't hide it anymore. Yeah. Mary, what do you feel about uh, that subject? Well, about the space program in general, most of us were kids when it all started, you know, to, to come popular. I really don't believe that they were up there as many times as they claim. And, you know, I have to say that as far as conspiracy theories, I don't think they're just theories anymore. I find that many of them are true, and I'm not a paranoid person, but as far as space, I think way too much money is spent there. I really don't care about the space program. There are people dying all over the world, babies being born that don't yeah. have families, animals that have no homes. Mm-hmm. Spend the money down here, for God's sakes. Really? Oh, I totally agree. Oh, good. Start exploring <laughs> inner space. Exactly. Go to Appalachia. Go to Africa. Go to New Jersey. Go to New York. Any of your cities you know, around the world, there are people dying. There's plenty of food to go around. Who... You know, who needs to put this money towards the space program? I don't see it. And actually, for the record, I'm absolutely appalled by it, really. Hmm. Okay. Now, we'll see on someone's defense that suns burn out, and ours will too eventually. And in a long-term rush, I agree, when we have people and problems here on Earth that yeah. we focusing on, it does make more sense to do that to me too. But long-term, humanity needs to either learn how to fix the sun or move because one or the other eventually, <laughs> they say on a long enough timeline, life expectancy of everyone is zero. <laughs> you know, there's just nothing we can do about the sun, which is the cause of global warming, by the way. <laughs> uh, listeners, if you want to call in the number and, you know, ask questions, if you have opinions, whatever, the number is 646 915 Nine six five three. Um, Annette, what, 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 what do you want to ask them? I know you're, you know, I know this kind of gets you a little worried. This all. Uh, well, I do. You know, I, it does worry me. I, you know, I think it worries me more now that I have little children than it ever did before. Um, knowing that I, I'm sending another generation into the throes of these kinds of things. And I know last time we had chat on. You know, I I talked about a dream I had where the children were taken from me just because of my religious beliefs. And, you know, and then I read this little email that you sent around, Ed, about the SWAT team showing up because someone said, hey, my kid's fine. He doesn't need medical attention. Should have been end of story just because, you you know, you got someone angry, you ruffled somebody's feathers because you didn't want to follow a procedure on such a simple thing. How exaggerated it became. What if... You want to fight back or, you know, let your views known when it's something bigger than my kid doesn't need medical attention. Then you, you get know. tasered. Oh, my word. Say goodbye to Hollywood, I would imagine. Then you get tasered. 
I mean, we had a oh. here, uh, just outside of a nightclub on the news. I've seen Kayser, and he died later in the hospital. Oh Many God. people die from these. We call them non-lethal weapons, but they're not. Uh, they're they're very lethal sometimes, and you see the, the increasing use of force against the the police state against its civilians. Because, I mean, are you guys old enough to remember when policemen used to be dressed in blue? Yeah. 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 And now they wear black. <clears throat> Good point. And no one ever noticed when it shifted or when it changed, but there's a difference in the meaning of those colors. Blue's friendly, welcoming, warming, spiritual, guiding. Yeah. Black is dominance, authority. Control. We have a question from one of our um, our people on chat. It says, "Do you think America is turning communists under our noses, taking away choices from Americans?" And that comes from Wendy Stormisky. I think it's fascist. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's communist. Uh, yeah. On paper, communism sounds like a great idea. Everybody eats, everybody works, blah blah blah. But on paper, that's on paper. But in reality, when you have men and when you have women that have egos that are, you know, then it all goes crazy. But what we have here is a fascist system, a a system of false choices, alternate closes that are presented to the masses. They choose one, and it's a steering mechanism. Whether you're being steered to the left or to the right, doesn't really matter. It's a steering mechanism to drive where they want us to end up, which is right where we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary? I couldn't agree with him more, and I do believe it, communism looks good on paper. It has its flaws, but if those were our two choices, I'd go with communism <laughs> over fascism, yeah. but I believe we are a fascist state. <clears throat> Most of us are too asleep at the switch to realize it, and yes. all hell's going to break loose on that one unless people start coming together, talking about it, and you know, banding together, because like I said earlier, there are more of us than there are of them, That's and right. a police state is inevitable. I'm positive it's going to happen, martial law, all of that. Ed, can I give the listeners something? Here's one of these little things that shows you the functions of hypnosis that are over, over our society. And oh. this will disturb people because you've seen this over and over and over, and usually we just don't know what we see. But every time you've ever seen the Speaker of the House Every time you've ever seen a presidential inauguration speech, uh, this, uh, in fact, if you go to our uh, Aware Talk radio page, there's an image called A1 Image. I've just posted it so you can see the exact location I'm talking. But it's where the vertical American flag is draped, where the Speaker of the House gives the, uh, he starts the session. On either side of that American flag is two German fasci, the symbol that the Nazis used for power and control. Now, you just have to ask yourself, why in America are there two fasci on either side of the American flag right there? And they always have been, and no one's ever noticed. The second thing, and since we're in the politics right now, notice the elephant on the, the Republican symbol, the elephant. It has three pentagrams on it, and it's been that way for three years, and all the millions of times everyone's always seen it, no one's ever offended that the Republican symbol has three pentagrams on it. Now, Annette, what is a yeah. pentagram? What does it really mean? And and here they are, so bold as to put it right out there, because guess what? People are asleep, and you do not see this. But now, next time you see it, uh, you will notice it. Just pay attention and look at it, and just ask yourself, what else is right here that I see every day that's right out in front of my face, and I don't see it? Hmm. Well, may I say something about that? Go ahead. As far as being, you know, pentagram 
friendly or not. I feel, for me, a pentagram is protection. It's innocuous. I don't have a problem with it. I have a few around my house. But then there are people that are very, very put off and alarmed by them. So it's all in the eye of the beholder. But in are you saying pentacle? Pardon? Pentacle? Are you talking about a pentacle, a magical symbol of protection, or the upside-down version of it, which is a pentagram? I'm talking about both, actually. And I know that you, the connotation for the pentagram upside-down sure. um, can be construed uh, by some people as something really, really evil, when, in fact, sure. I know very, very gentle people that have these in their homes. Absolutely. So, I'm just going from Aleister Crowley because that's the symbol he used for, um, you know, in the book and stuff. So I, that's where I'm getting it from. But well, I understand what your opinion of him. Is and uneducated masses would, of course, Chad, look at that pentagram as something, you know, distracting and evil or wrong. Right. They don't even know what it means. But it's just the fact that it's right out there in front of us. Those aren't stars anymore. They've been turned around and no one noticed. And it's just something that you can visually point out to people that they can see and look for themselves because I'm learning that I can't tell people these things anymore because they're getting beyond belief. (laughs) Uh, And you're the one that sounds crazy, even if they're true. So you can only point them out to people so that they can see it for themselves and go, okay, wait a minute. Okay, I see this now. And then they'll see for themselves from then on out. Then they will be listening to conscience too. And Mary, I didn't mean to stop you there because I, I, I didn't either. As an educated person, I totally know that a five-pointed star is a five-pointed star no matter whether it's rotated to the left or right, up or down, doesn't matter. But Thank you, yes. Absolutely. But, you know, that's because I really want to know that, you know. Exactly. Whereas Hollywood puts it in the minds of everybody who's watching television like a zombie mm-hmm. that the reverse is something satanic, et cetera. And you know what? I thank you because I understand you're a high priestess, as am I. <laughs> and so <Okay>. that might <laughs> lend to why, you know, thank you for saying that mm-hmm. on the air. <laughs> Absolutely. One is, the yin, one is the yin and the other is the yang. I don't judge either one, but I know that there is a difference between there are practitioners who won't use the dark side, so to speak, and then there are other people that are like, why not? It's it's a circle, see? There's one part and this is the other. So I didn't mean to uh, offend by saying that, the pentagram oh, no. is oh, no, 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 no. and the no. symbology. It's just the fact that it's just something to point out because people will see it for themselves. Because I think what saying. Chad is saying is it wasn't there 10 years ago. Isn't that what you're basically it saying? It wasn't three years ago. They switched it in about 2000. I think it was in the middle of 2003. Wow. That's, that's like the uh, thing that you talked about, the Speaker of the House. Has it always been there or has it changed too? It, that's um, I've seen stuff from like 1916 where it wasn't there. It wasn't. I don't know when they started that, but everything I've seen all the way back, even into the 40s, that's what's mm-hmm. crazy. You'd think here we are in this great world war against this evil fascist nation, and yet we have their symbols. If you have a nickel, here's a nickel, or no, I'm sorry, a dime. If you have a dime and you look at the back of a dime, there's fasci on the back of a dime. These are German Nazi symbols on our money. Why? Yeah. yeah. How many times have you seen the dime? <laughs> you know, you, but we just don't know what we're seeing uh, because we don't know the meaning of symbols. Well, I don't think people symbols. really, uh, a lot of people, I don't think, you know, pay attention to, like, what would you say to most people, background noise, but visual? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? 
Sure. And, and, uh, Most people couldn't tell you who's on the, who, you know, what president's on the quarter for crying out loud. True. Chad, a real quick question. Um, the, the symbols that are showing up, um, is there anywhere that's written down where these societies are saying why that they're using no. these symbols or what the reason is or because it's so an old, you know, the Priory of Sion or something, you know, where they're saying, oh, it's because for a throwback to such and such. Nothing, huh? To my knowledge, the only thing would be like morals and dogma or maybe a Masonic Bible that goes yeah. into symbology for the reasons why certain symbols are used. The Eye of Horus is really popular. Uh, I, don't, I can't think of a place I can point to where it's documented that here's the reason why the back of a dime has German fashion on it, but I can't... I'm just curious, it. yeah, if it's, you know, here's why we put, you know, three pentagrams on the... No one's ever... I've never heard an explanation because I've never heard okay. anyone ask. Most people uh, don't even notice it. Um, but I would suggest that if you don't know what the symbols themselves represent, then you can even Google that and you know, get the information there. And surely the people who coined these things know that too and more and have chosen it for a very uh, a specific reason. Of course. I'm just curious if there was any kind of literary background. I wish I knew. I wish I knew. <laughs> I'd love to see it. I'd like to ask these people a lot of questions, wouldn't you? Yes, yes. <laughs> um, Mary, I'm going to throw a question out to you that came up on the chat. Certainly. Um, it's basically... Is the energy, do you feel the energy, the energy is changing and shifting in a different direction in our world? I guess you could say world. Oh, absolutely. And I could tell you just from doing private readings that 10, 15, 20 years ago, even as far back as five years ago only, people would call with the most uh, famous questions, is he my soulmate? When am I going to meet Mr. and Miss Wright? Um, the past maybe three or four years, people were calling to, they want to know their life purpose. They want to know um, how they can become more spiritual. People are feeling it. This is a mass consciousness. Not everybody feels it the way an intuitive would or, you know, people under the metaphysical umbrella. But things are rapidly changing. I talk to people every day. They're feeling it on all sorts of levels. And lately, many, many people I know from across the pond, you know, in our own country are having problems sleeping, either too much or too little. And people feel a heaviness. People just don't know what to make of it. And, of course, I feel that, you know, the changes are coming from both Mother Nature and, you know, I'm a firm believer in the Illuminati and what they're doing to us and the powers that be and what they're doing to us. So I believe it's a collective thing from Mother Earth and from the powers that be that are creating these changes. People are feeling it, but some people feel so helpless as to what to do. That's right up Chad's alley. Go ahead, Chad. <laughs> well, I mean, just hearing her say that first, Mary Ellen, I'm just, I am grateful to hear uh, a spiritual person who will admit, first of all, that there is an Illuminati. Oh, yeah. There are forces pulling on us here, because I think you're using both sides of your brain, and that's important, because whenever we all learn to do that, then I don't think all this stuff, the little mind games that are being played on us are going to be nearly as effective. But I, everything you said, exactly. It is, um, it's what I've uncovered and what I've experienced myself. And, you know, 10 years ago, uh, Inner Circle Publishing was just starting, and I was explaining to people what metaphysical even meant. Now we have over 60 titles in print, and more people are, are starting to sense this and want to know about it. Uh, it's becoming more popular, just like she said. I see it, too. Well, thank you for that. Well, the spiritual, the spiritual awareness 
has arrived. I really, I really feel like that. However, we have all this other craziness happening. So where do the twain meet? That's a good question, and unfortunately, I don't see it meeting in the near future. Oh, okay. I, personally, I've been kind of sitting back going, oh, this is great. Everybody's really becoming much more spiritually aware. They're really, you know, conscious of their surroundings and uh, the patterns, the heartbeat of life, etc. And now, you know, all of this is kind of flashing through the door with, you know, conspiracy, government, etc., all kind of going down the trap. So, well, the I, guess reason, I thought there was more hope. <laughs> well, and that, uh, you know, the way I kind of feel and see it is about the spiritual side or people finding it, it's, it may be, look, how can I say this first? And Mary, you could probably, we've talked, it's mm-hmm. probably, <clears throat> people are becoming no, are more adapted more feeling of the spiritual side for the simple fact it's like the good against evil mm-hmm. and good will always prevail it may get beat up may get its butt kicked but it will eventually prevail and it's like it's it's if there ain't hope there then there's the spiritual there's the praying there's the whatever to you know to overcome the negative See what I'm does that make sense to anybody? It makes does. sense to me. But can I just say that the thing is is with the metaphysical community, there is so much disagreement as to whether yeah. atheists are right or agnostics or Wiccans and some people are not tolerating other people's views and they become more separated. So I'm here to say for God's sakes, we're all in this together. None of us are getting out free. And so it's about time that we all sort of band together with whatever thread we have that, you know, is coherent with each other, even if we don't agree on everything. Well, they, it's, yeah. everybody should be happy that at least people are believing in something. It may <laughs> be different, it. but all under an umbrella, put it all under an umbrella, and you have the tr- truth there. You put it all together. That's right. And you're going to, you know, and uh, you probably pick a little from this, pick a little from that, and you get the total picture. Okay. And another thing, and I've said this in the past, is people are going to extremes to find out knowledge that's basically right in front of their face. Yes. Because it's internal. We all were souls. We all were spirits. We are living souls now. And we will be spirits again. <laughs> so, you know, the what answers are, are within. What if we are on the verge, I'm talking mass consciousness, uh, the masses on the verge of waking up, and what if that scares the people who have always pulled the strings and have always had a, a very upper hand on yeah. keeping rain on the masses? What if people waking up in that masses makes all the advertising obsolete? What if you're no longer affected and driven by material and physical desires to be prettier than the girl beside you and, or the girl in the magazine? Or, what if that doesn't work on people anymore? What if that no longer distracts the horse's line of sight? And now all of a sudden the horse decides it wants to be free. That's a real problem because that, uh, that horse is stronger than you. And the masses do outnumber the few. And that's why it's maybe so important that in technologies are being employed to keep the bubbles beneath the surface of the water because naturally we all want to rise. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
That was beautifully said. Yes, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> See, Chad, there's a the reason why I invited you, man. <laughs> you fit right talent. into it. He's a poet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting um, that, that all I like the poets... To, I'd like to take this that. moment to make a couple, uh, make an announcement. Our next show on January 27th will be um, something that comes from my heart. It will be uh, a discussion about healing miracles. And we will be taking, we'll have a guest on, and I hope I pronounced her name right, Delphian, and uh, she runs a, um, like a healing miracle type of prayer website, webpage. And um, Annette knows it's very special to me, my belief in them. And uh, we'll also take calls toward the end of the night. I like to, uh, you know, invite those who who would like to pray maybe for people who would be calling in if there's a need for that, to bring a candle. Uh, as Delphian said, a candle provides energy. And um, i got a feeling it's going to be a very, very special night, January 27th. Uh, Mary Ellen, you want to give your website right now? I certainly do, maryellenarmstrong.com. And if I may, for one second, give a special shout-out to my Yahoo group, psychicmaryellen at yahoogroups.com. They're my family especially Gary, who lives in England. That's my boy. And thank you for allowing me to say that. No problem. Chad, give your uh, radio broadcast and any other webpage you may have. Sure. InnerCirclePublishing.com for uh, awareness. We write metaphysical. We write and publish metaphysical books because it's amazing what poets have to say. Some people who write down things on napkins, they're going to become the new scripture. Uh, InnerCirclePublishing.com and, of course, the Wear Talk Radio. We're on five nights a week now, Ed. Uh, yeah, I know, couple. but you got different you got different hosts every night. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, a lot of our authors are stepping up to host their own shows, do their own content, even do their own interviews. So it's interesting to see how this is manifesting. Yeah, and I got to say, uh, and Annette does too, I'm sure. Blog Radio's got the best thing going. Blog Talk Radio. Um, I agree. I'm very happy to have come across this. Um, Annette, you got any questions you want to throw out? We got 22 minutes left. Oh, boy. Um, what can I do? Okay, with all this, you know, potential stuff coming down, I don't even know what name to give it. I could just say it's whatever's coming down. <laughs> um, what can one do? Um, Mary Ellen? I, I know Mary Ellen said, you know, make you grow your own, make sure you can take care of yourself, be self-contained, that kind of thing I'm sure is important. Are there any other things that I should know? We should know. <laughs> Well, you know, as far as being a mother, and, and your kids are probably much younger than mine, but um, we need to protect them because, you know, and I don't want to scare anybody, but I have heard about this for years, the readings that I've done, that they're already making internment camps. And this happened under Bill Clinton, who I like, um, for people, alternative people, witches, psychics, and all of that to be gathered up. Children, poets, people with opinions. Poets, yeah. absolutely. You're and kidding me. No, 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 no. They, they oh, some there's, cases, there's over 800 right here in the United States of America. Absolutely, oh, absolutely. Geez. And those of us that are a bit off the cuff or not in the box, um, they know who I am. I mean, I can run, but I can't hide. They know who, who I am and where I am. And so for Annette, because... <laughs> now I'm sweating. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, I... I, I got to go. I, I know all of us... <laughs> They know who all of us are right now, but the point is is that the more of us that come out of the closet, yes, guys yeah. and gals, the better off we're going to be. Exactly. 
And those so we could have. So you say they created a commune for me, huh? <laughs> well, a commune would be nice back in the hippie days, but this is this is not that kind of a commune. <laughs> oh, You'll be doing a lot of concentrating in the commune, yeah. <laughs> right. That's right. All the barbed wire on the top of the fence is always facing in, which tells me they want to keep people in, not keep people out. You know, and and Annette, let me just say one more thing. You know, the more of us that talk about it, especially women, um, mothers, we need to get the word out. We need to rally people because if there's so many of us that are aware, it's going to take a hell of a lot longer for them to pull this off because I believe they wanted to pull it off around 2000 or 2001, and they couldn't. I like this girl. Uh, hey, I like you too. <laughs> I, I think you're right. And, uh, you know, and that's bringing up the point, what do we do? What is the solution? I think what you just said is ultimately the best thing we can really do because when you do get people together and you get them informed and if people aren't willing to get on the train, see, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. When the snap event occurs and, and martial law goes into effect and all these things occur, people are going to be scared and frightened uh, and they're going to do what they're told. That's what they do. That's what the herd does. But if they're if the herd is completely aware of what a false flag is and, and completely aware of what's going on, then they go, hey, wait a minute. I don't think I want to get on the train, and I don't think I need to go to the emergency camp. I think I'm going to stay right here. And because I have prepared for my family, and I'm with my neighbors as a community, and so now we're not just independent households, but we're whole communities, whole neighborhoods, people with even watch groups, people with food people that are willing to care for each other. You know, I came from Iowa, and those people weather heavy storms in the winter. They have months where it doesn't get above zero, and the power's been out for 17 days, Mm. and nobody ever dies Mm -hmm. because they all pull together, and they all survive it every single year. They have uh, banned or eliminated militia groups, haven't they? No, you can't do that yet in the Constitution because of posse comitatus. So we have the right of assembly, and of course we still have the right to bear arms. So yeah. watch for those to be coming soon to a theater near you, soon to be removed. <laughs> Can I say something about that? I'm an anti-war yeah. activist. I have been since I went to Woodstock at age 15, by the way, and oh. I believe in the right to bear arms. And you better believe if we don't, and I'm not a violent person, uh, we're going to have no uh, no chance of survival and so absolutely i believe in the right to bear arms not that i'm in a militia group but <laughs> you know this is the only way at some point we're going to be able to protect ourselves yep we have a caller uh i'm going to take the call it's from a uh, 310 area code and it's 259 310 259 are you there how's it going going good hello very interesting show today thank you um, is it possible I could get a quick reading, maybe? Uh, we're not doing readings tonight. Oh, um, no readings, huh? No, 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 no. Basically, ah, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have that in the future. Mary will be back on, and uh, maybe in the near future we'll, we'll have Annette do, uh, we're pretty much tied up with guests up until uh, March. So uh, maybe after that we'll even have Annette do past life readings again, Okay. Cool, cool. Okay, um, thank you for, I, you got, you got you. a question? All right, thank you for calling. Bye-bye. Uh, we, had, uh, we had a call, or uh, somebody on chat asked, do you see any positive changes, positive, for, the, oh, for coming awesome. 2008? 
Yes, definitely. I, th I even see this as positive, that people are starting to become aware of these things because that's what's going to stop it. The more okay. we pretend that, uh, that it's not there, it does not make it go away. Okay. Um, Mary? Well, I have to say, yet again, I agree with Chad totally. And, I, you know, I, I, when I talk to people that have what I call the ostrich sy syndrome where they bury their heads in the sand, I think more people are taking their heads out of the sand because of those of us that are vocal. And so the positive changes that are going to come grassroots through those of us talking, those of us um, showing by example, from sharing, from what we know, everybody's got something to share. I don't care who they are. You know, we, it's obvious what those of us right now on this panel have to share. Everybody's got something to share. And the more we band together, the better off we are going to be. And I well, think I, I, um, positive. I, I think as it affects more people, everything from, uh, as we were talking earlier, being maybe two months away from uh, being homeless if you didn't have a paycheck, mm -hmm. to... Um, uh, the the cost of everything, gasoline. Uh, I was in Jules today, and or ah, I said a name, uh, <laughs> which, <laughs> is, which is equivalent to Dominic's and everybody else. But the prices in the supermarkets, they're they're ridiculous. Um, yeah. Some of the things. Uh, I mean, I've been into other supermarkets where you're buying 24 slices of cheese for like almost six bucks. Oh, man, people. Okay. Um, Get a go. So, <laughs> Get a go, yeah. They do in North Carolina. There's a lot of that around, and it's not so bad, actually. Oh, I, I, I tell you what, I just started reading about it. I think we're going to add goats and llamas and the whole thing out here. Good for you. Good for you. Well, well not, not everybody's got the spread you got. Come on. Oh. <laughs> Well, good, so when you all get in trouble, come running to me. <laughs> you can help me build that third story I need to house y'all. <laughs> They've always told us that, of course, money doesn't grow on trees. But the secret is, is that food does. And that's why all the trees were cut down and, and shopping malls were put up or uh, grocery stores where you have to go spend $6 for some cheese or apples because if there were trees around with food on them, well, then everyone could eat, see, and then we wouldn't be so dependent on that dollar. And, and money's always been the means by which you direct the flow of, of the masses and the traffic. So uh, by more people becoming aware and conscious of things like uh, even the secret or attracting what you want in your life, by using those principles, you can create wealth, and that will help you too. That will help you too. Do you, uh, either one of you, do you think more people, this is from Wendy again, do you think more people will move back home with their families in 2008 because of the rise of prices? Good point. And I'd say yes, and I would even say we'll see communal living situations where not just uh, bloodline families, but people who realize their family by spirit uh, will be living in communal places so that they can focus their time uh, on spiritual matters and not be so uh, drawn to the world because they got to work 68 hours just to pay the rent. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Mary, I you're something uh... on that. Yes, I'm Italian, so you know, adult children living with their parents is right up my alley. I love it, and I think that 
absolutely be a healthy situation if they're not at each other's throats. And absolutely, families that are not related by blood, especially at this part of North Carolina, it's happening all over, communities, people that are friends, people that uh, hardly know each other, getting together, banding together, creating these little neighborhoods where, you know, one takes care of each other's children, you know, one does the carpooling, one does the growing of the food, and I'm all for that. I can see that. It makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's part of our spiritual development. Again, back to the positive, I see a world full of people that are really aware of what they are and who they are and what they're here to do, and they're focused on that, not the latest name brand or the next fad or whatever's being sold to you on TV or the movies, but just internal things. We could focus on that. You know, I think of junk mail, all the crap that comes to my house. I mean, daily, and you, it just, it's nonstop. What if we were putting all that energy into focusing on enlightenment or awareness or just understanding who you are and what you're here to do, answering the, the basic great questions that all men and women have always wanted to know? Seems like we okay, here's another fast. question. Here's another question from uh, a guest on the chat board. What do you think will happen to the power of the dollar bill in 2008? Was that for me or Chad? Either one of you. It's gonna go. It's gonna go way down, and I think they're playing with us, um, and they're using Europe as well to, you know, be a, a bit player in that. And you know, I think they're gonna play with our food, with the gasoline, and with the dollar bill because I feel that the time is coming when paper money isn't gonna amount to you know what. Yep. You know. It's gonna be the Amero next. The dollar drops every single day. Mm-hmm. So all all of our titles are available and distributed even in Europe. And you realize we have to keep changing the dollar retail sale price of the book every month because every month the dollar is worth less, <laughs> worth less. And then, uh, so the actual sale price of the book starts eating into the cost of the books. And we have to change it all the time because that's how quickly we're losing it. And it's by design. We're about to have the Amero. We are now part of the North American Union. Uh, and once the Amero is in place, then we'll get rid of uh, cash altogether and be completely digital. Well, I'll tell you what, um, they're putting on vending machines. Um, actually, now you can use your debit card. <laughs> you oh, know what I'm Lord. saying? On <laughs> vending machines, and it's... Uh, and they want you to use your thumb. You know, oh, yeah, they got that at uh, one of the supermarkets already where you just put a thumbprint in. Mm-hmm. And, um, and every product with a little RFID chip, you won't even have to go to a cash register. You can walk right out the store because as soon as you exit, it will all be scanned and deducted directly out of your account. That's a very yeah. scary proposition, as is the iris in the eye and the computer chip. You know, mm-hmm. I don't go for any of that. I don't either. It's so Logan's wrong to me. Like it's, it's impossible. <laughs> well, most people don't. Nobody wants that, and yet watch. This, this should tell people, the masses, that these things are being directed by design because the majority does not want that. Nobody wants to chip their children. Nobody wants to be in a society where you even got to consider that because you're scared they're either going to be abducted or dismissing or whatever. There's no reason for that. Do like I did with my oldest. I have two boys, and my oldest, I used to, honest to God, put one of those harnesses where I held him, and people said, oh, how crazy. But guess what? You know, he never wandered away. (laughs) And I know that sounds crazy, but, you know, better than a computer chip. Well, again, you know know what's crazy is our society's become (laughs) that way where, you know, the kids can't even play outside after dark. No. 
You don't and know what's going to happen. It's not, you know who's the most biggest danger to children today? Their parents. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, kids don't even get outside anymore because of all the fear. And, you know, just, hey, go outside with them then. Let them play. Right. Not only that, but I'm talking about this guy yesterday that left his, he tells his wife, hey, hon, I'm going to the grocery store, takes the two-year-old child, goes to a strip club, leaves the child in the car for two hours, the child's crying with frostbite on his face, and the police come in and arrest him. That's what I'm talking about. That, you're talking about millions of children raised by people who have no fucking business raising children. Absolutely. I've, I've actually called the police. I was in the supermarket uh, parking lot. I come out, and there's a, uh, a ki- uh, probably no older than three years old, blonde hair boy sitting in the car all by himself. And I'm standing there for five minutes. Nobody comes out. I'm just making sure nobody takes a kid. Yeah, yeah. I, I called the police, and within the time the, before the cops got there, here comes the father out with a booze bottle, okay? Oh, my God. Yeah. And basically when the cops showed, I told them the information, the plate number and everything, and they were going to his house. So, um, no, I just felt sorry. I, I just pictured somebody snatching his kid, you know, mm-hmm. sitting in the car by himself. Well, thank God you were there. Um, I yeah. stood there till the cops showed up. Yeah. Exactly. But we uh, somebody want to know, will there ever be peace? Oh, hell no. Oh, yeah, I okay. agree. No way in hell. I'll bet my life on that one. And I know yeah. most people are going to... Go for inner peace. peace. In, inner peace, fine. World peace, no way in hell. You could take that to the bank. The Illuminati you know, won't stand for it. Okay, <laughs> what is the Illuminati? The, the higher oh, powers? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sort of. Power. They're evil... SLBs, and I got I got a lot of my information from David Ike and from people and from doing readings for people that you know know some of these people, and yeah. they're, they're bad news. Yeah, David Ike, my favorite quote is, "You know why you have to believe in something? Because you can't bring yourself to believe in everything." <laughs> <laughs> I love that man. He's he's totally off the wall, but I love David Ike. I think he's absolutely correct. And see, he when is. the truth is crazy. If you're telling the truth, guess how you sound? Nutty. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure there's people is... listening to me that want to put me away right now, but guess what? They're not going to be able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I would suggest anyone who doesn't or isn't familiar with the Illuminati, um, all the symbols in America, everything we've ever built, is, is all encoded with Masonic and Illuminati symbols. And you're speaking of people that would like to put you down i'm even getting people attacking me saying you know what i've listened to you and you must be a mason because that's the only way you could know these things well not being aware that you could actually just buy uh, morals and dogma from amazon absolutely you don't have to be a mason to read their books exactly well what was that movie with uh nicholas cage everything he had a cold in it uh oh national treasure treasury Yeah. yeah the the masons and all that stuff yeah. It is, and it all—it is. It's all encoded in there, and by you can't hide it anymore because more and more people are starting to go, "Hey, wait a minute! Why is Washington D.C. laid out in a pentagram? Why is all these buildings, you know, why is this design the way it is? Because the people who designed it firmly believe in the power of symbolism, and they're encoding that so they can set up their grid." Uh, somebody asked me to ask you about a uh, Georgia SU. Chat about a Georgia grid or something like that. The Georgia Guidestones. Yeah. yeah. You know, when Mary Ellen was we got four minutes, so. 
when Mary Ellen said there's never going to be peace, I agree with that as long as people are left to their own devices. But mm-hmm. these people, who, like the Illuminati, who pull the strings and erect the Georgia Guidestones, they're planning to eliminate 95% of the population. Mm-hmm. The rest of the population lives in a prison-like control grid, so there's no fighting little people. Oh, we'll come down there and give you something to cry about. But with, when you only have a population of Earth of 500 million, there could be peace because, damn it, we'll make sure you're nice. That's what they're thinking. Mary, peace by the <laughs> Mary, I'm going to be... Uh, with, Why even uh, bother with mankind at that point, then? I don't know, and I don't agree. I'm just saying that's what they've written on the guidestones. That's what yeah. the end game plan is, and that's what they're doing. And watch the population just completely dwindle in the course of five years. I hope everybody saw End Games, by the way, in the sound of our voice. Yes. Mm-hmm. End Games? Is that yes. The... End Watch End Game, Alex Jones. Hmm, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, somebody said, ask Marianne about Chavez. What does that mean? Say it again. Ask Marianne about Chavez. Does that mean anything to All you? All about Chavez in Venezuela. Chavez. Okay, I have friends from Venezuela, and they don't want him... Uh, you know, to, to, to remain in power, but he's better than some. Um, you know, he had said that George Bush was the devil. Well, who am I to disagree with him? <laughs> but the, I'm not going to. But the point is that I... You don't even believe in the devil. <laughs> yeah, I don't even believe in the devil, but... Chavez Thank you, Annette. <laughs> I don't believe in the devil either, but Chavez was not far from the truth. Um, but the point is, is that he got hell and they said he's a nut. He may be a nut, but I'll tell you one thing. Um, George Bush is far more evil than Chavez. Um, and, you know, I don't live in Venezuela, but I have friends that do, and some, some of them feel like he's better than the alternative. But how do I feel about Chavez? I feel they could be doing a lot worse right now than Chavez. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> somebody said it takes the devil of no one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's if you believe uh, in the devil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and are these people in power actually evil, or are they just led by those in the shadows that are evil? You know, some of these people, you know, in politics are far from evil, like Ron Paul, John Edward, good, good people, Dennis Kucinich, good people. Um, and then is she Senator McKinney, Cynthia McKinney, another good person. But people like, I hate to tell you, but I'm going to say it, Dick Cheney, George Bush, evil as hell. People on the end of the strings that are puppets, they usually don't know anything anyway, and that includes presidents. People who pull the strings, like the Bilderbergers and the Illuminati, that people without names yes. are evil, and they knowingly, they know what they do. Because George Bush, to me, just seems not idiot. I don't want to say it out loud, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yes, you know. Not, not, just not bright enough to be evil. Well, you, I know? Really, you know why he's evil? Because he sends other people's children to war to die. Oh, yeah. No, anybody who well, okay, I will, okay, I will agree that sending children to war is not the right thing to do. But, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I just think that it's, it's those in the shadows lurking who are the evil ones as opposed to, you know, saying he is evil. That's right, but you don't, get high, enough, you don't get high enough in the food chain unless you're willing to go along with it. Right, that's true, too. That's true, too. And I'll tell you, I'm a registered Republican, and I can't stand him. You know, so that should say something. <laughs> okay, guys, I would love to say thank you for tonight. Uh, thank you. Mary Chad, once again. Yeah, an hour is up. Uh, Mary, thank you. You did a fantastic job. Absolutely. 
You did a super <laughs> job, as always. Uh, I really enjoyed the show, and we got a lot of nice responses on the, ch- on the chat board for the really show. really appreciate being on with you guys. Uh, Marilyn, um, what's your site again? MarianneArmstrong.com. Yeah. Oh, Mary Ellen. M-A-R-Y-E-L-L-E-N-A-R-M-S-T-R-O-N-G.com. And, uh, Chad, give out yours? Uh, just innercirclepublishing.com. Okay. Great. Guys, I hope you enjoyed yourself tonight. And, Back uh, I had a great yeah. time, and I just want to say God and God is blessed to everybody. Blessed yeah. be, absolutely. And remember, January 27th, it'll be um, the show about miracle healings and that. And um, I just have to say a fantastic show, guys. It went by. And the people in chat, thank you for all the questions. It really helped. And I want to, you know, feel free to hit us as your favorite show if you enjoyed it or give us, you know, stars and everything like that. So thank you, everybody. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.